Hello, good afternoon. It is Tuesday, the 21st of November of this nightmare. <laughs> this <laughs> that nightmare is, continues. It's, it's day three. Yeah. Day three. <laughs> well, it's not, is it? It's like day five, day I suppose. Five. It's day. It's working day three for us. Mm. Um, but yeah, it is day five of... What well, is a little bit of a a little bit of a nightmare, but we'll, we will we'll obviously and undoubtedly um, come on to it. This is like a special. You're getting specials here because yeah, yeah. cause of the scenario. Um, we'd normally just be live on premiere today, but yeah, you know we are aware this is the hot topic at the moment, and, and a lot of people wanna wanna have their say. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe while you are here. Um, but hello. Uh, the 1878s have yeah. unveiled uh, some banners. Obviously, yeah. that there was a GoFundMe page set up and got crazy amounts of donations to it. Um, they've unveiled some banners. What are you? What's your your take on uh, what you've seen so far? I know that they were they were asked and rightly so to stay away from like using profanity on the banners yeah, and stuff yeah. because that a they're never gonna be shown no, no matter what. No one's ever gonna show them, so it would have been a waste of people's money. Well, is the first one here? So there's, the, there's the, I mean, there's big, big dicey going Dicey's. full with Charleston with uh, with flares, uh, with dogs of war. Yeah, big dicey. The second one. That's a cool. If, that. if you've got that, these are the banners. They're obviously the big banners that are going to yeah. go across. And obviously that's part of uh, our song. Uh, and that's a very, that is obviously a very very good one. Uh, where there is power, greed, and money, there is corruption. And and to be fair, this is something I've said for a while. When people have, when people you know try to say uh, you are like a sensation, and well not that, but you know conspiracy theory, uh, you know that people are like looked after, yeah, and what have you. Anyway. I've said this loads of times. It's a multi-billion-pound industry. There will, of course, there'll be things where they'll want want a direct results to it, or it feels like that anyway. And there's another one where Everton we be Everton forever. We shall not be moved again. A part of Everton's song. So there, they, there are four banners that have been revealed. Another thing that has caused a little bit. I've seen this on on X, mm. as it's called, Twitter, Twitter. Twitter. Uh, social media. Um, and I'll be honest, I'm not sure how I feel about it, but there's a plane yeah. flying a banner. And they were asked about the Everton United game. It'll be dark, they've said, yeah. and they're right. So it's a waste of money. You wouldn't see anything. It's just science. It is actual science. Yeah. Um, so that plane will fly over the Etihad mm. on Saturday. Uh, I mean, it's quite ironic in the sense that it'll be flying over Manchester City's ground. <laughs> they were waiting. Is anyone really going to pick it up? I don't know. At a, at a game that doesn't involve Everton. It might. I'm sure someone will take a picture and it'll be The media there. will take a picture. That's what it's for, isn't it? Mm. For the media rather than anything else. Yeah. So I think it's a clever idea, as you said. Will mm -hmm. it... Uh, will it um, Will it be picked up? Well, if you let the media know it's coming, then I'm sure mm. the media will look for it. So I understand the reasoning behind it. Um, so fair play. Um, but also in our game as well, there's the there's the placards, isn't it, or the the cardboard that that you be able to pick up to pick to uh, hold up before the game. Yeah. Um, and mm. I, and and I think on the tenth minute, so everyone's got an opportunity to to do that as well, and hopefully people do. And you know, there's a lot of money and a lot of time's gone into this. Um, so I think it's basically our duty as fans to to do it and make sure we pick one up and take them in and. 
you know, make sure they don't get destroyed on the way in, or, or you know, if you pick one up and you go for your pint, you know, you don't just drop it on the floor and that. You know what I mean? Because this is important. This is, this is the this is the future of our football club. We're talking mm. about here. And the more I hear about it, the actually angrier I get. Um, it, 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 I just, I, I honestly, it's taken me days to process this. Really, has mm. because. And the more I hear about it and the more I hear different people talk about it, whether it be for us or against us, I'm just it just makes me more angry and angry. It is the most ridiculous jumped up charge I've ever heard in my life. Ten points. I was listening to then on the way in, I was listening to um Gary Lineker's podcast and they had an expert on. An expert. Uh no, he's an expert. Um and it was, you know, he was telling them why why it had happened, you know. So he was saying, well, this was brought in because Premier League and seen what happened to Portsmouth mm-hmm. and they want everyone to be sustainable and he was talking about Gretna and he was saying how Gretna, you know, the owner died and, you know, they had loads of money and the owner died and the next minute they've got no money so they're not sustainable and... and um. And it, this is to save football clubs to make sure they don't go bust. It was Nick Harris. It was uh, Sporting Intelligence mm-hmm. on the uh, the rest of the football podcast. And I'm, and I'm sitting there and I'm like listening to it. And I'm just thinking. So, once again, just to process this in my own head, we have something brought in by the Premier League to stop football clubs going bust and spending above what they spend. And yet the penalty for that is more than going into administration, which is essentially going bust. And also, by getting 10 points, we'll have, we drop, we'll have dropped multiple places, and that's mm. 2 million per place, so that's mm. money it's costing, so it's double jeopardy. Yeah. And it's just, the whole thing is just nonsense. It is just absolute nonsense. And I might be repeating myself or not, because I haven't really sat here for that way, So um, Back at the top table. I am back at the Where you deserve to be. Where I deserve to be, apparently. Uh, Ned's not in. Ned's not here. I mean, I'll be honest. You were still on the show. I know. Yeah, but wasn't. no, but it's better seeing no, you there. Uh, Go on. Ned's not, Ned's not here. He's on all. Yeah. Um, but the more mm. the more I listen to all this and the more the rationale behind it is, we are, this could, this knock-on effect of nine point, uh, the 10 points, sorry, the, uh, the places, the clubs being into sewers, it's just, it's just nonsense. You yeah. are pushing a club. You are pushing a club into the abyss for not basically showing ambition, but doing the things you've asked them to do, which mm. has become self-sustainable. And the way we wanted to become self-sustainable was by building a stadium. And you're pu- see, I I was listening to the reason, like the factors you factored into it, like the of what you can, you know, the good spend, and it's like. Surely anything attached to a new stadium is good spend. Okay, if there's interest on it, then that happens. But it's part of good spend. We are trying to build a stadium to get ourselves into a situation where we can become compliant. Now, that takes money up front. That takes money. Now, it'll be done different. Clubs do it differently. You know, Spurs got a loan, and we'd love to have got a loan. But we couldn't because, because of what happened with a war and COVID. And the more I think about it, the more I just think this is mad. And the more I think about it, and I was listening as well, the guy was talking about 
Man City and why that hasn't been brought up again or brought brought in yet, even though it's taken four years and they've been you know they've been charged. Man City are basically running rings around them, mm-hmm. Make, making the, Man City have actually are actually. Um, I, I don't believe it's legal what the Premier League are doing. I don't believe it's legal. and and I'm stopping them from doing it. Mm. And and also questioning, basically questioning the the legitimacy of all of it. And it's just like we've gone in like we always do, like oh we are gov, it's a fair cop, thinking we get some kind of leniency for it, and and we haven't. And it's <laughs> I've said this before, like, and I don't know whether. You agree or, or disagree, but I have said for a while I'm not convinced what they how they have these rules are legal. I have said this, I've said it. It, it can't be that you it's the only industry in the world where the owner of the thing can't put money in to make that business better. Well, it's not, I understand it's, it's not, the, it's not, it's not because you, you do have, you do have like. You do have like the NFL and you do have sports in America where but you have slightly different caps and stuff. Yeah, it, no, it, that's good. No, I know. But I'm, I'm talking about just... running the yeah, running yeah. the business. They, this has got nothing. And even in the uh, even in Mike Gow put it up yesterday, like an actual part of their rules. None of it's to do with sport and things. No, it's to do with whether or not you keep the, the business apparently. going. So what I'm saying is I'm not advocating Man City are allowed to spend a billion pounds a summer. I'm not advocating that whatsoever. But I am advocating the fact that you've got a owner who wants to keep the business sustainable. The building a stadium, which again we keep saying, Everton, if they'd have gone to a bank and saddled the club with 10-15% interest each year, this wouldn't have been an issue. Everton wouldn't have failed. So because Everton have tried to build it themselves, and obviously that incurs costs, so they're trying to cover the cost themselves, mm. they've been punished for it. Yeah. So the owner at any stage has wanted the top that money up and you can't over a certain amount and that certain amount isn't a lot of money by the way um and i absolutely believe that there's got to be some kind of wage cap or something like that to help football to sustain football it's going one way and it's becoming almost pointless well it when you talk about it in the at the top level when you talk about it in in the way it you talk you're talking about a set of rules have been brought in Okay, to stop clubs going bust. Okay, we all get that, I think. But the same rules are... So the same rules are supposed to be stopping... Therefore, stop the teams at the top. They were trying to move on. Okay, there's a there's a legitimacy to that because Manchester City will be allowed to spend every, Whatever. what they want and Newcastle will be able to spend what they want. So... Fair enough, I get that, but it... It just again we've said this loads of times and maybe you know maybe it's too we're talking too late because it's happened to us but, but it just feels like you're stopping teams from not competing just existing mm. like getting even worse it's, than it, just the, the idea of actually trying to compete feels like it's gone because you have to be owned by you know a country. So the idea of feeling like you can do that, just so just to exist. What we're saying is now is what we're saying, or what the Premier League are saying is, you're in the Premier League. What what you, what are your problems? What are you complaining about? Like this, like the guy was almost like at the 
Premier League worked with Everton and he basically told Everton what to do. And then Everton just did decided he wanted to do, just kept on spending. But that's well, I don't agree with that. No. I don't agree with that. Well, I don't agree. I, I don't If you're in a competition, if you sell your left back and go and buy a left back and a right back because that's what you need because you haven't got those things, mm. what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to say? Well, I don't like the left backs. So I'm going to sell them, but now I'm. Not, but because of the Premier League, we're not going to have a left back and we're not going to have a right back. I just I don't get that at all. I don't get how that is, how that can be construed as fair. Mm. Like you need footballers to play football. Yeah, you absolutely. have to have footballers to play football. It's not you. You we dropped out of going in one market. Hamas Rodriguez two hundred thousand pound a week. Now mm. maybe we should never have entertained that in the first place. But we dropped out that market and suddenly started working in a in a market where the players were a lot cheaper, the wages were a lot cheaper. So to me, I think that demonstrates what we were trying to do and where we were trying to go. And every time we got a player who was will, like, we got to a limit where we were like, right, someone will buy him. Mm-hmm. We pr- practically sold them mm-hmm. for the most part. And I just, I just find the whole thing crazy. I just find absolutely crazy mm-hmm. that ten points is just. It's just nonsense, and it's winding me up. The more I think about it, I just you know you. Th- don't, is this the worst thing any team has ever done in the Premier League? Mm. Well, the answer to that is no. The answer to that is simply no. Mm. And it you know and and to for them to put us in this position, and I think you only have to listen to football. You only have to listen to most people to understand that everyone thinks this is wrong. And the idea of where they got those 10 points from is just mental. It, they've just plucked it out the sky because apparently they weren't listening to what the Premier League wanted and yet they've got what the Premier League wanted, which was six points plus one per uh, five million you've gone over so they've got to the magic 10. Mm. Well, the pre- that's on the Premier League. People can go, well, it's an independent commission. The Premier League wanted 12 points. Mm. They wanted 12 they points. Picked the, they picked they the picked people. the punishments. And the and the and punishment the has been handled handed out, and that to me is unforgivable. Mm. Um, they shouldn't have been asking for anything. It should have been here's the things you can have. All these options are open to mm. you. No, we want twelve points, and we're telling the world we want twelve points because mm. that's what they did. Deleted to everyone. Absolutely. This yeah. thing from beginning to end has just felt like a, a sideshow, a sideshow for the Premier League to tell everybody that obviously. We don't want in independent regulators, and we don't want, to, and we're going to come and just you wait to see what Manchester City get and all this. Mm. It just feels like a complete sideshow, and we're the victims of it. And of course, yeah, we got ourselves in this mess, and I will, I don't forgive any of those people. Mm. They caused it. The people on the board, they caused it. Uh, our former chairman, he caused it. Our current owner, hopefully soon to be former owner, caused all mm. this of with years and years of neglect. We should have had a stadium twenty years ago, mm. which which would have put us in a situation where we would be. We mightn't be the elite. I don't know. Who knows? But we we would have had a great chance. But we would have had a great chance because other teams didn't and have that, it. That's that's what that's what drives me mad. Well, what's made space? That's what's propelled yeah. Tottenham on again. The yeah. stadium propelled that. Even though Arsenal have tried, but the stadium propelled them. Everyone's propelled does. by that because it gives you more revenue. And it's something I've been saying for a very long time: is that. You know, it's all like patting people on the back for building a new stadium, mm. and it will be magnificent. Mm. But this should have happened twenty odd years ago, mm. and people couldn't get out their own way. Egos couldn't get out their own way to stop other people maybe investing in the club who had the money to to get us that new stadium. 
And it has to be said. It has to be said. These people, in my view, everything we've 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 fought against in the last this last year has been proved right. And every mm. single person who stood in the way of that of that progress, telling us how how good people they were. I'm sorry, I don't, I can't, I personally, this is just my personal feeling, I can't have that. And that's all of them, by the way. That, that includes Graham Sharp, in my personal opinion. The man had a chance to step down and he didn't. Grant Ingalls, wow. What a massive shit house he turned out to be. Not only was he awful at accounting, but he could have resigned if he felt like something was wrong. Mm. And he, he didn't. And now he doesn't provide ev- evidence. You know, Denise Barrett Baxendale go down as the CEO who may have sunk Evan mm. because of her ineptness. Mm. Um, and that's just the way it is. You know, we, we have to point out these things because these are the people who got us here. No matter what this commission dished out, these are the people who got us to this situation. Um, got us to a situation where we, we needed to be put in special measures and we were mm. spending more than, you know, where were the adults? Where were the adults? This is what we've been saying for years. Where were the adults? Well, was, and then people go, oh, yeah, but Michelle, he was a madman. Why didn't you just resign then? Mm. Why didn't you just resign? Mm. Come on, you know, go on Sky Sports and tell the world. Or why did Denise ba- Barrett-Baxendale have a, go at, um, have a go at Jamie Carragher when he called the club out for being the worst club, mm. club in the country? Why did she get on the phone to him? He's, he's publicly said it. She rung him up. I said, "How dare you say those things about our football club? Are mm. you messing? Are you me- are you messing? You know, when we went up against the the six, when we came out and it was all oh, we've got the best board in the country. Jesus Christ, they put us in this situation. Sadly, the Premier League, the Premier League have um, decided to throw the, the entire weight against us. So well, we've just got to we've got to just fight this, haven't we? Yeah." Of course, we that's have. What, that's what we're trying to do, and that's what the football club's trying to do. But it is scandalous that the people who put us in, you know, Chelsea have washed their hands despite mm. all of the stuff they've owned up to. They've gone, well, none of them people are here now. So, you know, Everton could turn out and say the same, couldn't he? Everton yeah. could turn out and go, well, you know what? The people who were in are responsible for this, none of them are here. Um, but it is what it is, and it's it's. It is kick Everton each day at the moment. You know, mm. stories come out, oh, there's more stuff could happen and all that. Well, people have took that and ran with it, but the reality of that is that's just a rule and that's there anyway. Yeah. Everyone looks at it, so of course Everton will be looked at. But the Premier League, i tell you this now, the Premier League ain't going to want this rearing its head again next season. There's not a chance, and, and people can read into that whatever they want. But the, this won't be happening again next season for Everton. <clears throat> so... That story's a non-entity. Uh, well, someone it's... asked us before about um, lads. What you make about the? It was Kadeem. What you make about the other clubs wanting compensation? Where, where's your Where's your take on that, Ben? Um, it's difficult, isn't it? Mm. I mean, I can understand. I do genuinely. I can understand the likes of, like, say, Leeds wanting a couple of million quid. I get that. Um. Or whoever else would knock down a place in the table. I get, I get that. Mm. Fully get that. Um, well, Leeds twice, wouldn't it be? Le- would it be Leeds twice? No, they've done the thing, and it's like 
No, be be Leeds twice though, wouldn't it? In well, the, in yeah, the if they like lost us like four million. They lost the place, yeah, so that's yeah, like four yeah. million quid. Leicester and Burnley, I, I don't know. I don't. I really don't yeah. know how you. But how, Burnley are not nearly that into. No, but I don't know how you come up with the figure. I don't know. Do you come up with the figure that we've we've relegated them and therefore we owe them a whole year of how do you how do you come to that figure? Because it's the same way that we've come mm. to our figures and our figures have been dismissed. Mm. It's the same way we've presented figures and said, see all this money that we would have had all these players that we could have sold mm. during COVID and they've gone, no, no, that's all speculative. See, the reality of it is them teams were, all, all, were just absolutely crap, which is why they went down because mm. they finished below Everton. Yeah. They were absolutely crap. So there's not, I think... I've heard about four different legal people saying it's it's not really going to go anywhere because you can't prove it. Well, That's the problem. Yeah. You can't prove it. Leicester can't say, well, if Everton wouldn't have done that mm-hmm. by building that stadium, we'd have stayed up because the reality is they didn't. Well, Did it's... They? And it's hard to prove it. Leicester, I think they've said, haven't they? Leicester are the only real genuine ones with a case. Um, but it is so difficult to prove that it probably won't go anywhere. Mm. So, no, it, I mean, I'll be honest. It's not the thing I'm. No, it's not. I, I'm not. I'm not massively worried about it right now because I think there's other things we have to. We clearly have to sort out first. But it is a. It's a distraction, and mm. it gives newspapers another headline. Oh, God, the same yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same way when we talk about um, the following year is going to be looked at. Well, yeah, it will be looked at because. But Evan have worked hard to bring down the wages. They've got mm. players off the books. They've sold players, you know, and and that'll all be factored in. And Everton will hope that they've managed to get them down and and prove that they've got them down. And mm. um, you know, we made losses, but we can put stuff against that. And let's just let's just let's just deal with what we've got to deal with right now and fight this and fight the appeal. Sam's just said uh, I just listened to that podcast and I think he didn't really talk about the ins and outs of the situation. He just kept saying we didn't listen to the Prem and kept on sp- spending. He's no expert to me. Um, Shay on the Super yeah, Chat yeah. says what is going on in the 10th minute. In the 10th minute you uh, will be asked to hold up the cards so the whole ground. Mm. whole ground just has these cards so uh, that's what's going to go on in the 10th mm. minute. No, I mean, all these stories, and obviously we've got certain newspapers which people should just not click on any of the links um, and should just, like, boycott those those newspapers mm. full stop. Just you know, lock them. Pushing all the stories, pushing... Um, because there is, a lot of, there is a lot of fallout, and because we are the first one, nobody actually knows mm. what, what's possible. The commission have said that teams can apply for compensation um, because of what's happened. So we'll see what happens from that. But like you just said, and this is the thing now, and I've listening to, I was listening to, I seen David Ornstein and uh, Miguel Delaney last night on Sky doing mm. the press thing, and they were just like, "This is going to get ridiculous. This is going to end up with with football matches being decided by the courts. Mm. That's where it's heading. This is the Pandora's box has been opened now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know because in my eyes. If Everton have cheated, then everyone should be able to sue us. Mm. If we beat you in a match in those years, come come and sue us. Mm. Because that's how that's how nonsense it is. We stopped Arsenal from winning win the league last season. Come on, come, come and sue us. Mm. Might as well be everybody, because it's nonsense. Because how can you... How does sport become business? Manchester City, I imagine, will be like... 
See this, see this here. This is this is our tax return mm. with the government in this country, and what it says is, we're legal, we're compliant, we run really well as a business. So how can this from the Premier League say something completely different? And that's the that's the, probably the line they're going down. It's like we've done. What have we done wrong? We've, I'm, I'm you know what I mean. It's like as a foot. <laughs> Football clubs have suddenly, because of a couple of dickheads who run Portsmouth and a couple of other clubs, have so suddenly been told because because Platini came, Platini came out and said, "I want to stop the dominance of Premier League football clubs." That I'm going to put a stop to people being able to spend money. It's become ludicrous mm-hmm. because it doesn't work, and that's the bottom of it. I'm I am a hundred percent in favour of a fairer playing field. Mm. But it doesn't work like this. It only works with a with a with a salary cap. That's the only way it works so that we all go we've all got X amount of millions to spend in a year. Mm. And that's it. Because then that's fair. No. Well Liverpool can spend uh, or Manchester United can spend a billion. Why can they spend a billion? Mm. Well they they brought a billion in because people like buying Manchester United t-shirts. Mm. People don't like buying Everton t-shirts. Oh, Villa. Or, you know, oh, or Manchester United. Manchester mm. United can sell, uh, can fill a 90,000. Well, we haven't got a 90,000 mm. because you're not letting us build a ground mm. because you're saying we haven't got the money to build us. It's, it just doesn't make any sense. There has to be a fairer set of rules that works for everybody. And mm. we've discussed this loads of times. And I think the more people need to start looking at it the more the simple fact is if the game doesn't change soon countries are just going to take come into our come into the game they're already they're already here obviously and they're just going to start run the the game's just going to run away unless we get something that actually works for everybody mm-hmm. and we man city one of the charges is that they had two contracts for roberto mancini yeah. One was a legal contract and one was an offshore contract. Mm. So stuff like that. Chelsea did it. Stuff like that, you're bound to rights. Mm. But like Chelsea revived. That shows that if we, money. Yeah, but that shows if we had if we had wage if we had a wage cap, that stuff would still be in there because that's that is real that's that's obviously really bad. Mm. That's that's trying to hide what's what you're what you're what you're doing. What yeah. you're doing. Mm. And that that would still be in there if you had the wage cap because it would still and it would work. You can't have a bench full of amazing footballers mm. because you can't afford it. Yeah. So one of those has to come. And we've said this loads of times. One of those fellas who sits on your bench suddenly becomes Aston Villa's highest weight uh, player mm. and he makes Villa better. Mm. And one of them becomes who's a, who's not as good becomes Everton's best player. Mm-hmm. And he earns the money he deserves to win. And that's how, for me, football sh- should be. Mm. And it's not quite it's not quite like an NFL thing, but it's definitely not what we've got now. Because what we've got now is not sustainable. It, it just isn't sustainable. Mm. And then when you hear, like, this morning, the stuff coming out about Newcastle, you know, it's we already knew this. We mm. already knew, you know, the, there's... The, the government basically saying, yeah, we'll... we'll We'll just sort we'll sort out our relationships with with uh, Saudi Arabia so mm. that can be pushed for you and all this. It's like the game is so rigged now. Mm. It's so rigged. Everything goes against the sport and nature of it. Um, 
the fuck Sad. the big clubs have everything everything now in their favour you know in their favour they have the best players they have they have Spanish there women there you go Spanish um, they have everything in their favour now they have you know the uh, you know you look at like you look at like a Merseyside derby and you go there's no way this game can be won other than who is the best team and I know that sounds stupid but that's that's not how football has, uh, has mm. ever worked it's like if you take away the dreams of people yeah it just becomes boring doesn't it it and just becomes a thing where you go and then there's a meeting today where they're going to get more. They're going to get more. Mm. The, the six are going to get more. The, esta- the establishment is going to be even more. Mm. So what you've done is you've created a scenario where the 14 are telling the six, we can't live without you. So therefore, you're putting them on the pedestal again. Mm. And where's that? where will that ever lead? It will lead to the same place. It will lead to the six going, sound, we're going to mm. have a Super League then. Whatever happens, it's... It's demoralising, it really is. It's demoralising because it's just, it doesn't, it'll never, it'll never obviously go back to what it was, whatever that was. But it's heading in the wrong direction. It really is, it really is. And it's it's sad because a lot of people say it now, you look at football and you just go, what's the point? What's the point in getting upset about it? What's the, what's the point in getting happy about it? You want a dream. That's what it's of course for. You, do. you want a dream, and it shouldn't come down to clubs being wealthier than like crazy wealthier than other stuff. Not even just like mm. a little bit. And you go, well, we can bridge that by doing things right and all that. Just crazy money. We've said it before about this city. You know, we share this city with one of you know one of the most famous clubs in the world. Their wage bill is more than double our turnover. They play in the same mm. league, the same competition. They're from the same city. It's not like we're in League One and they're in the Premier League and you go, well, they're in the top league. Yeah. They play in the same division as us. Mm. And, and yet we can't get near them. They've, that's, that's, don't get me wrong. They've earned the right. No, they've earned the right. Saying that, but if you allow, and Liverpool can look at Man City and go, well, we're much more famous than what you are and we've yeah. been more successful and everything else. And yet you've just got more money than we have. How, how can we compete? And. Mm then it just tails down, doesn't it? It yeah. just filters down. And, and you should all always have a league. And this is where, I don't always agree with like American sports, but this is where, at least there, there is an opportunity for different winners. There is an opportunity for fans to get excited about the possibility they might win something, um, might be successful. And that, to me, is the way the Premier League should try to go. I don't know how you'd address it. It'll never go back to how it was, of course. And there was always, there was always clubs who had a little bit more money and all that. But that's the way it should. They should be trying to create a fairer competition. And I think this is where the independent regulator needs to come in because right now it's only interested. The Premier League's only interested in the brand. It's not interested in competition is it they just want the teams who bring them the most revenue telly are only interested in the one who has the most subscriptions which are liverpool united chelsea arsenal those kind of teams um and that's just the way it is isn't it and you'd have to try to readdress that balance a little bit so that people do have hope and you hope that you can build the the other side of it as well it's like you know, you've surely you've got to look at a football club and say, 
you know, if you if you look at a play, if you look at owners when they come in, and you understand what they own of the club, and you know, you get into a situation where you're like, well, these can be these these won't just collapse. These mm. are a Premier League football club. They're not just going to collapse if this fella walks away. Mm. You know that that's part of it as as well. You know you've got Chelsea didn't just collapse because Abramovich left. Mm. It didn't just collapse. The next fella put more money into it. And what's crazy is you've got a situation where you've got like Manchester United, who are the richest club in the world, and yet most of their money's been siphoned away by two owners. Mm. Like it's literally been siphoned off. And that's why a lot of Man United fans hate the Glazers is because they've just. They've literally siphoned off their money to, because they earn that much money out of a football club. And that's where it becomes even more perverse. Mm. And listen, there'll be a lot of people who could listen to this and say, well, if you just did, if you got your house in order and did it right. Yeah, but you wouldn't. If they even getting the house in order, yeah, it'd be sound. But, but it's not going to change anything. No, but to get your house in order, sometimes you you will make mistakes and listen none of us who are sitting here or most of the people who are watching this or listening to this who are Everton fans they know what's gone on in the last seven years eight mm. years they know the state of our football club the way it's being run but that's what makes it even worse that's what makes it doubly worse because as a fan you're being punished again mm. you're being punished by the, the ineptness of being punished by where we are in the league and what we've watched mm. and, and the drops that we've gone through to being punished again for like literally that ineptness being put in black and white mm. on a piece of paper and and it's just crazy and I don't know whether it's like, you know, PR spin. But now the idea of of it of being punished because we're trying to build a stadium is it's just absolute like I don't understand and this is I don't understand how a stadium goes anywhere near like anything to do with the stadium being anything to do with your FFP. Mm. I honestly have no idea. And I know this is to do with, like, interest rather than the interest on the, st- on the loan. But I just... It's just... To me, your stadium should be completely separate. It's something... It's a positive thing for your football club. Mm. It brings the football club into the 21st century. It has... It's another example for the Premier League of, wow, look at these facilities we've got. Like, the Premier League... So what was the last brand new stadium space and what was the one before mm. so what was the one before that? Was it Arsenal? Or City? City of Adult. C- yeah, City, City. two thousand and eight won it. I'm sure it, someone will C- tell us it was a No, different. hang on, hang on. Look, City went in, in like two thousand three, but it was Arsenal, the Emirates was, was two thousand and six. West Ham. West Ham, yeah. The London Stadium. Yeah, yeah. So every time mm. and there'll be others, there'll be others. So every time you get every time you get that, you get that new stadium. In the Premier, you get those facilities. It's another thing the Premier League can point out and say, "Wow, look at this!" Mm. You know, the stadium's going to be used in the Euros. You know, in 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 just over four years' time, it's going to be used in the Euros. It's a another example of football moving on in this country. The best facilities. You know, you could have England games there. You could have you could have the uh, Europa League final. It's just another thing, and yet. We're being punished for it. And yeah, I mean, City rent theirs. Mm. West Ham rent theirs. Mm. We are building... Like, Levy... Daniel Levy did a podcast and he was talking about the stadium build and he was like... He said... He said he didn't actually say after Everton, but he just went, no one's going to be building a new stadium in this country mm. anytime soon. He said, they're so complicated mm. and they're so expensive. Yeah. Look at Chelsea. 
look at all the stuff mm. Chelsea, you know, Abramovich tried and failed because it's some of the most expensive land in the country. Mm. Mm. You know, it's, 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 you know, okay, James and Luton, yeah, Luton will be four sides. It'll be like Salford's. Um, it, you know, this is, yeah, Brentford, Brentford, yeah, there you go. I knew there'd be another one. The GQ, yeah. yeah. knew there'd be another one. Um, yeah, but that was done in no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm, listen, I'm happy for people to tell us when <laughs> rather. No, the point being is that these are huge, huge. These are billion. This is not just. This is not just about a stadium getting built. This is about. Just think of how much money has to go through the hands of like lawyers and stuff to mm. get this thing off the ground. Mm. We've done that, and yet we are being punished for punished for it. And again, I'm not, I'm not sitting here going, oh, we've done nothing wrong. I'm just saying it's like, that thing is down there. It's getting built. It's going to be absolutely magnificent. It's going to be for the Premier League. The Premier League going to be able to go. It'll be in all the cutaways and all that and on Sky. and It's going to be an absolutely magnificent arena. And yet, you're saying we shouldn't we shouldn't have built it or or this was the wrong time to build it or do you know it's mad, we'd already committed mad. to it though it's mad and everything else went on but i don't know we could have done the cheap option mm-hmm. we could have gone and built a stadium on the edges of the city we could have done the cheaper option and gone mm-hmm. to outside the city mm-hmm. we could have shared a car park with asda or sainsbury's or tesco we didn't we went to an area of the city which is run down, mm. needed some life putting in, is it? And yet, at the same time, is distinctive and historical. I mean, we literally had to remove <laughs> an historical order on it mm. to get it built. Mm. It's it's it. Ah. It's crazy. I don't know what they want. It's absolutely crazy. A key B says uh, one fact that outsiders don't mention is that the PSR goalposts were moved 3.5 years into a three-year cycle. Mm. How can three years' work be scrutinised over rules younger than the period under review? I don't know, mate. Honestly, don't know. Um, Ian says, honestly, the amount of people are giddy with excitement that this has happened to us is awful. Heard it all from best stadium in a championship to other stuff. They believe the media hype. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Glenn says, wage cap or no wage cap, don't forget to tap the like button. Mm. Um, don't forget to scra- subscribe here and to more than a game, which is in the comments. Come subscribe now and come back. Um where are we here? Rod says, have you seen the Spurs thing regarding the dodgy agents from mm-hmm. 2008 that could have led to a points deduction in the Times? Mm. Yeah. It's just, it's, listen, there's so much, there's so much corruption in football. Mm. And yet, <laughs> there is, there's so, so much that gets sweeped under the carpet. There's so much for so long where the Premier League have gone don't want that to come out because that's bad for the brand there's loads of it mm. and then suddenly you know the money becomes so much that people start looking and going i think you just need to get your house in order mm. we'll put it in order for you if you don't do it mm. and then suddenly it's oh we've got you know let's let's do this and do that it's mad it's mad uh, dad says do you really seriously think these bitter clubs will can sue us my missus is a lawyer barrister for criminal fraud she's not a, she's not asked but said no chance no they they can 
They can apply for um, compensation through the commission. That's their only. That's their only uh, way, and they've got to prove. They've got. They had twenty eight days from Friday, but they've got to prove. They can't just rock up and go. You owe us this much. They've got to prove. Um, what Evans' case has done to them effectively. So, um, that's what they've got basically. Um, so sheepish Kenobi says Baz blasted Mrs. Werewolf again this morning. <laughs> Made them watch like the cook he is. I mean, fair play. Didn't have to read that out. Well, I just felt like it needed reading now because he is a weirdo. Um, no, sheepish. The weirwolf. Yeah, the weirwolf. Is. Uh, he's a weird though. Um, Peter Beryl says, with all the uproar about ten points, you think referees are being given a mandate to make it difficult to get points? Don't forget, VAR is corrupt. Well, I don't know. I don't know, mate, and and uh, every decision now will be will be examined by everybody in Everton. I hope start calling it out now. Everything I hope Sean Dykes doesn't mince his words. I want to see him up on a couple of FA charges for uh, mm. for saying things about decisions and saying that you'd have to look. You know, put it out there. You'd have to make you wonder do the Premier after Premier League got an agenda. Put it out there. Yeah. Put it out there. Make it difficult for them to be able to do that. Um, all eyes are on it. Everyone, if that, uh, does it, isn't there a, isn't there a petition for the independent regulator? I think there is. Mm-hmm. If you see it, sign it and pass it on and get other people to sign it. Um, we've obviously got the thing that went into the House of Parliament yesterday from Ian Byrne, calling for everything to be suspended because it's excessive. We've had one today. Um, that uh, Steve Rotherham has done. Steve mm. Rotherham said, I'll never be accused of being an Evertonian, people who know me, because um, yeah. he is, of course, a Liverpool fan, but he said, this is just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. And most fair-minded Reds have said the same. Obviously, you've yeah. got the bitter ones and the ones who think it's funny, which is fine. It's football, isn't it? But um, mm. it is what it is, isn't it? it also, is. there was um, Ian Byrne obviously put in, um, done an early day motion, didn't he? But mm. apparently only six... There are 17 Liverpool City region MPs and currently only six have signed that. So they're a big gang of shit houses as well. They don't sign that. Mm, probably. So yeah. they need to... But they're probably, probably lunching somewhere. Mm. Um, so, yeah, they need to sort that out. Because, again, we need this pushed in. We need to make as much noise as we can mm. to make sure this doesn't just go away and fall down, you know, the crack of the couch. This... Needs to be everywhere, you know. I've seen, I think, what um, Steve Rotherham said was on the back of one of the a few of the papers today. Mm. There has to be political pressure pushed on these people as no, well. No, it does. These, these clowns at the Premier League need to be taken down a few notches. They've decided they're the, they're the stars of this whole thing, and all that matters is money and them be- get make, them making money, like the Richard Masters making money. Because if there's a, there is enough noise. If there is enough noise and the they feel like they have they're on the wrong side of this, they in the appeal they for all we know they might they might rem, I mean I can't see it but for all we know they might say let's remove the points option and just go with a huge fine. That's for all we know. You Seeing know, yesterday they were talking about a fine and a transfer ban. Getting who knows? Rid of, getting rid of the thing. Who knows? The I'm transfer not. Ban will probably be worse. I'm not. You know, massively. Mm. You know, I'm not can't say one. I'm not going to sit here and go, oh, that that that's probably what's going to happen. Who knows what will happen? No. But the more pressure that gets put on them, 
political outside media journalists uh ex-players everyone keeps talking about this and keeping it and that's why sunday's so important to show the world not you know not just this country the world how we feel about it and get people on our side and go this is not on this is not on at all because it's for everyone isn't it mm. it's for everybody really everything have been done for trying to better themselves so to speak and listen they've they've breached it so they should be punished but to 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 treat it like it's the worst thing that has ever happened in premier league history because that's the punishment that says it is is absolute nonsense mm. it's nonsense um and that's where we are and that's why that's why we're so upset because it, it is like we've said where we aren't sitting here going Everton are innocent and this is a disgrace. Mm. No, no, we're not saying that at all. Uh, Benny says, what effect is all this uncertainty having on the triple seven deal? I suppose the full extent of compensation claims is known within 28 days. The thing about it is, honestly, those those claims will lead, I think, will amount to nothing. Mm. Certainly not what the werewolf, the werewolf put down. Um if it's anything, it might add up to like 30 million or something, whatever. And then Evan just say, listen, I'll give you a million over 30 years, see you later. Because mm. we're still paying it. But it's how do you actually, um, how do you actually quantify, like you said before, how do you quantify any of that? How they cheated. If Everton had been doing what Chelsea have admitted to, which is bouncing money all over the gaff and getting these players in and mm. getting eight given agents, the, big money to, to make sure they take players out of negotiating rooms with other clubs and come to them and, and all this and that's what's all being out there that's that's not speculation that is out there the Premier League know this yet Chelsea still haven't been put before an inquiry it's mad but that is gaining sport and advantage and the evidence is there that they gain sport and advantage five Premier Leagues and FA Cups and Europa Leagues and Champions Leagues and stuff there's nothing here there's one charge 19 and a half million over. So, yeah, by all means, give Everton a punishment. But it's not the worst thing that has ever happened in the Premier League. And that is what the Premier League have done. And they've done it, as a lot of MPs are now stating, they've done it because it's a show trial. They've yeah. done it to try to flex the muscles and go, look, we can police ourselves because they don't. The last thing they want is someone coming in and going through their dirty, their dirty laundry, hmm. which tells you how the doing whatever they're doing with the money and all the little bonuses and everything else that goes on there and who's getting awarded what this week in the games and everything else that goes on. They want to just police that themselves. They want all of that themselves. Don't want the government coming in. So this is a... Sh it's literally a show trial. Yeah, it is. And that's the way it is. Um, Everton fan 123 says, Baz and Pez. Baz, Baz and Ped. Where would you say is a good position to finish this season? All I want is progress from 17. Everton, in my opinion, even if they didn't have um, the 10... Even if the 10 points weren't reduced, will still finish, in my opinion, between 11 and 14. That's where I thought they'd finish anyway. At one stage last week, it was looking like they might finish top 10. Who knows? Mm -hmm. um, but I think... I still feel like Everton will be safe in about March, early April. I just think they're better than four or five teams down there. 
Um, got to get results, of course, and it, it doesn't always play out like that. So that's what I think. But we'll just have to see. We'll have to see, won't we? I I still believe that this will be reduced. I, I don't see a world where all of the points are given no. back. I just don't. I just don't. Even if it ended up with three points, I don't. I think that would be the minimum we would get. Would be three points now because they've set their precedent. Um, but I do think. I think we'll end up with about five or six points. And then you have to go from there then, don't you? Mm-hmm. Trevor Longmore, one, says, is it true Everton were worn numerous times by the Premier League, but be, be uh, but continue to spend regardless? No. But how? where did they continue to spend, though, regardless? They continue to build the ground. Of course they did, because you can't just stop building something like that, can you? Um, they spent money that they brought in because they had to. The Premier League, see, this is all on the Premier League as far as I'm concerned because I said this yesterday. I don't understand why the Premier League said they'd work with us anyway. The mm. Premier League should have just been harsh with Everton straight away and gone, you're over it. this is the punishment <coughs> for it. Or gone, said to Everton, right, 2021 season or whatever, Gone to Everton and said, right, lads, we've noticed this in your books. We are putting in a rule this summer that is in black and white. If you fail it again next summer, you lose three points or six points. It should have been that. Not all this, oh, yeah, you know, cozy up to us and we'll tell you who you can buy and who you can't and all of this stuff. And then turn around and then just go, right, we're still going to shop you because we need to demonstrate to someone Numerous rulings is nonsense. They were warned many times. No, they weren't. It's just bollocks from journalists who know fucking less than my dead man. So, it's pathetic. Uh, Andy says 1.1,000 watching only 264 likes. Well, if you haven't liked it, basically you're a fan of the Premier League and you agree that every Everton's punishment should be made worse. That's the way I look at it. It's the formula that equates, so we'll see in a minute, we'll see in a minute how much are real Everton fans uh, and how much agree the Premier League. Mm. That's not me, that's just science, that's, science. that's the formula. Feels, there's a little bit of logistics in there mm. as well. That's it, it's just an algorithm. Mm. I don't make the algorithm, you know. Don't hate the player, hate the game, that's all I'm saying. Or hate the algorithm. Or hate the algorithm, that's all I'm saying. Um, and obviously the caveat to that with the star is if you haven't subscribed to more than a game then who even are you and there's the link in the description it's that easy to just go subscribe and be back in one second um, but that's on you That that's up to you uh, Kane says uh, thoughts on the club always pushing out positive narratives uh, what always results in lies when the breaches announced they said they were confident they didn't do anything wrong but since being guilty admitted some mistakes this is one of a long list of lies get pushed out by the club and let's not forget poor leadership has got us in this position However, the punishment is a disgrace. Well, we haven't forgotten Paul leadership ultimately has put Everton where it has, but like you say, the punishment is a disgrace. Um, I guess Everton thought... Well, Everton have, have shown you what they thought their defence was. Whether you, you, yeah. you, know, you look at it now and go, I'm not convinced about that and I'm not convinced about that, which is fine, but they will have believed their defence was strong enough for them to get off... Or, or have a lighter punishment, wouldn't he? 
don't know. Matt Seddon says, what a fantastic fan base we have when we're all pulling in the same direction. And Garrett says, felt very old today when I read that Joe Royal's first game in charge was 29 years ago today. Big Dunk's first goal. It's terrifying, isn't it? Mm. Um, James says, if these clubs think they'd have a claim against us, would Everton's defence be? We broke the rules on the 1st of April. Then you'd have to look at the rules from then. The rules are so vague and nothing saying you'd get done in the same Premier League season. If I was Everton, I'd put the blame back on the Premier League, showing how unfit they are to govern their own rules. Well, yeah, that's what I've just said. The Premier League are at fault. All of this of, uh, you know, they should have just said, lads, you should, we're making the rule now and you're close to it. And when we put this rule in, if in 12 months' time this is the same, you have got a mm. six-point deduction. That's what they should have done. Uh, Brad says, afternoon, gents. It just seems to me that football authorities have an agenda against us. When something has happened, we always seem to have been involved in some way, like going back to the European ban for English teams. Uh, UEFA not wanting five English teams in Champions League, and then Everton suffered with getting Uncle Fester out of retirement to knock us out. Um, the diving ban, and ever since we went after them over VAR decisions, they've always used that as a weapon against us, and now this... Brian says, I hope Deitch and the players are honest in their dealings with the media ahead of the United game. They must feel robbed as they've done nothing wrong. They earned the 14 points only to have them taken off them. I hope they hear their grievances and highlight how much of a sporting punishment is an injustice. Uh, James wants me holding the corruption banner up uh, for when the players are there doing the handshake. I'm not sure Everton will be able to... Um, Allow me to stand there holding the corruption banner up. <laughs> Just it feels as though it, they be condoning it, and I don't think they're allowed to do it. Uh, Harry says, um, "Hey guys, did you see the stuff about them supposedly sanctioning sanctioning us twice for the same breaches? Corrupt set of bees." Yeah, I mean, I don't know what that is. I think how it's just how it works, isn't it? Is because it's rolling. It's because it's rolling. So one will go, but then you'll still. But the thing about it is, there's no chance. Um, there's no chance that this uh, the Premier League would want this to happen again next year. No chance. Um, Adam says. Uh, Apologies if you discussed this yesterday, but did you hear what Simon Jordan said yesterday about our case for the defence being quite poor? Apparently we were saying things like we had to spend big because we had a non-existent midfield. Well, we did, though. I'm not saying that's a good defence, by the way, because you're budgeting for sixth and all that. But the reality is, and you said it yesterday, you've got to survive. Mm. If you haven't got players, you've got to try to buy players to compete at least, haven't you? I mean, we, we bought a midfield and still needed the last day of the season to stay up. So imagine if we didn't buy any midfielders. Yeah. So, again, it goes back to what you said before, Pat. It's all bollocks. They want you to... This thing's being put in to try to make their product better and protect clubs. But you're actually saying, actually, you know, you can't spend any money. You, what, you shouldn't be trying to compete. Like Jonathan Norcroft's thing the other day. They continue to splurge money. Go and do the sums, mate. Forget about who you're employed by, you know, what area you're in now and who you're affiliated with. Go and just do the sums and go, 
oh fuck yeah Everton actually haven't spent any money they're third from bottom in the net spend for the last five years and they've even got less net spend than a couple of teams that were relegated Leicester City for one so you know do the proper sums Everton had one stupid summer which was great and it'd have been great if we'd have if that was the only one and then we'd have tried to maintain mm. stuff we made terrible signings which meant we couldn't recoup money we tried to work it back. The other stupid thing they did, John said it yesterday, we delayed the se- the stadium by a year so that they could try to do everything with all these bleeding surveys that probably cost two or three million quid in the end that didn't need to be done. But either Everton's crime is built... Well, it's not the only thing because they failed it and I'm not saying they shouldn't, but Everton put themselves in a difficult position because A, they built the stadium themselves instead of getting a big loan. B, they, they decided to build a stadium and then a global pandemic hit. And on top of that, whether you agree or disagree, Everton had a big sponsorship deal with a big chunk of money and a huge promise of big funds coming in for naming rights, which would have paid for the stadium. And that happened to them. That isn't me going... So they've done nothing wrong because they have, There's and they're wrong as well, pathetically. Though, There's as other well, things but... as well, like like these are football things. Shane Tolson went on went on loan to Crystal Palace mm-hmm. and done an ACL mm-hmm. when they had a twenty million pound move. Agreed. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. Like things like that, like, mm-hmm. things like that are like they're out of the control of the football club, and the lad has ended up just, and then he got another ACL, and he's basically ended up rehabbing the last two and a half years of mm-hmm. his Everton career mm-hmm. or whatever. And it taking eighty five grand yeah, a week, and and it's stuff like that. How can how can a football club be in control of those situations? You've, you know, Andre, got, you've sent Andre Gomez to Lille on loan, and the, you know, you th- you think you're trying to do a deal to to so his last year is you sell him or whatever. Mm. Does you know, Gabaman comes in and gets two really really bad injuries. Mm, that's ne- never basically. the same player mm. finishes him now playing in the French second division. Mm. You know how can how can a football club account for that? Mm. And then you have to replace that player then. Well, the Gilfie Sigurdsson thing is a big one, whether people like it or not. And I, I listen, like, I don't expect people to, to go, oh, well, we're having, we're having loads of sympathy for you. But I get it. I get it, right? But Gilfie Sigurdsson, Gilfie Sigurdsson, there was an inquiry about him four days, three, four days, the Monday, so the Friday. So four days before that happened, there was an inquiry about him mm. worth £9.5 million. Pounds that Everton were considering because obviously the money and his wages and all that. And yet, four days later, that was moot. Mm. It was moot because he was arrested. Yeah. So it was gone. So not only not only did we lose that nine and a half million, but obviously we had to keep paying him for a bit and yeah. I know Everton eventually got rid of him. But that was an asset that went out. Yeah. It went out. How can football clubs control these situations? You can't control those situations. And when you lose a player whether it be through injury or whether it be through something else, you have to replace that player. So you have to sign players. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to, don't you? Do you know what I mean? It's impossible. You have to mm-hmm. You have to sign players. If you've lost players, that it's, and it's not your fault. It's difficult, isn't it? Because, listen, it's easy when you're a fan of someone else, right? That's fine. You'd look and go, well, you've done this and you should be punished. I don't think there's many Evertonians that you'd find um, that would say we're totally innocent because we're not. There's a, there's a, we can, we can make mitigation for it, and I can say, mm. look, these, these aren't, 
circumstances that would normally happen in a normal Premier League season you wouldn't build a new stadium would you mm. just like in, it's been 140 years since we built the last one so it's not something we're in the habit of doing every yeah. season a global pandemic once in a hundred every hundred years mm. oh that also happens and a bleeding war when okay where again i keep saying it us as evertonians were made up with our sponsors where they were from mm. where we no but that was the way it was. It was a big deal to the football club. And that war meant those assets yeah. got frozen, which meant Everton had to break off any uh, relationships and remove all the stuff from USM, from Megaphone, and a 200, and, I think the thing was where, £240 things. million pound name and rights thing for whatever it was. These are real yeah. events. It's not just the club making it up, they're real. So... Again, I'm not saying Everton are innocent because I think we've both said it many times. A, the club put themselves in a stupid position by being ran terribly and the people who were frigging going, oh, no, this will be okay. And like you said, even if those people were there going to the owner, Mr. Mashiri, this, we, we can't do that because this is we're just heading on this path. And if he was going, no, it's okay, keep doing it. Because mm. there was a bit of defiance. No, we're going to fight it. Because Everton were told, and Sasha Ryansev, who was on Everton's board at the time, had reported this back that FFP, PSR, was changing anyway. Yeah. So Everton were confident there was going to be more leeway put into it, into the, the thing that you were going to be able to spend more money if, if an owner, it was either a gift from an owner was going up or whatever. And Everton were covered in that, right? But that didn't happen. But those people should have then had the balls to go, we're getting out. Because I keep telling you that this is heading one way Mm. and you continue to overrule me. What is the point of me being here? And I ain't having my name on something that cost this football club. And they didn't. So no one's excusing them. There's another thing here as well, which was said yesterday. It wasn't pointed out by us, but somebody, a few people actually pointed out. The thing with the 105 million, if... If it's inflation, if you're doing it on inflation, it should be more around 140 million because everything's gone up. The cost of everything has gone up and yet you're still set at that. Now, okay, I I don't put that as a full argument and go, this is wrong because people would turn around, like I said yesterday, it still allows you to lose 35 million a year over a three-year period. That's fucking scary. 35 million a year. On a bed sheet. On a bed sheet. You know what I mean? So, Everton haven't been run correctly. There's no... And Everton, in my opinion, do deserve a punishment. They do, but they do not deserve 10 points. It's just crazy. I'd I'd be a bit pissed off with three points, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Because I think sanction us financially or make us reduce our squad, give us a suspended sentence on points and go for three years, because that's a reporting period. What if the punishment was... We had Red to, ass. We had to bring Rondon back as the captain. Mm. And play, have to play every have game. To play every game. Play every game. Oh, I don't know. I think I'd take <laughs> the ten points. Um, Red ass. Yeah, that'd be good. Grant Singles in the Gladys Street. You just got to go full red ass on him, whacking the ball. Oh, fans, we go in and we draw it a raffle when we go in, and then it's selected at half time. You've got to go out and you've got to get full red ass. Five of you in the goal. Someone blasts it at you from like two yards, Richard Masters. Yeah. They're all, all viable options. Yeah. I mean, I've just made them up. Mm. 
in very similar way the way the commission made up mm. our punishment and the Premier League. Uh, Bradley, who's a Tottenham fan, says, I hope everyone backs Everton and this. The media are loving this. What do you take... We're going to finish in a minute, but what do you take um, when people said... Um, well, this is just getting the commission ready to take on Man City and this is the... We've drawn a line and we're... This, you're getting hammered here, Chelsea and City. And this is just the, the breadcrumbs to a huge case. Well, that is, though. That's, that is... But what do you think? Because what do you seriously, in your heart of hearts, believe will happen to Chelsea and Man City? I think Chelsea will actually get a worse... Will get... Will, it'll end up worse than City's. Do you? Because... Cities is a very, very different, complicated mm. case. There's a lot of. It's not necessarily about the same as what ours is about and no, what Chelsea's well, not, is about. So, but I don't know. I don't know. It's. I don't. I don't. City could just have to side up for it for a very long time. Because if City take the Premier League to court, because they have been in the high court, and then keep pushing it to higher authorities before they even get to this, then they, they can keep them tied up for years because that's what City are effectively doing. City don't believe the Premier League have got the right to do this. So instead of going to the commission and saying, right, this is our evidence... They've gone, no, no, we're going to have a separate trial of our own first. Mm. And we're going to we're gonna prove that this none of this should should go to a commission. And that, I think that's what's holding it up. And that could take, that could take God knows how long. Because mm. if City just keep on keeping it tied up, which they will, they'll never get their day in front of the commission. It'll never happen. Mm. Yeah. Because what will happen by then is that probably a regulator will come in or they'll change the rules on no points and City will probably have to end up will end up paying some kind of mad um, but financial mad won't be a that thing. it won't, won't, won't matter, matter to, to them. them or Chelsea really yeah that yeah. it won't matter to them so I think most people believe need, no, nothing will happen to either club I think most people just go yeah they'll just pay yeah, because, and that's the point isn't it and that's why again why it's the position we're in. It's like you're getting everybody preempting that Manchester City and Chelsea. You're going to get all kinds of grief. Mm. I, I, to me, I just can't see it happening. I just, I really can't. I think I can see them making loads of noise. Well, there is loads of noise off the back of the Everton case, which is important. And again, I don't care if people watch this from other clubs and go, oh, the state to use or this. Or, I don't, couldn't care less. This is my football club and I'll fight all fucking day for it. I have mm. done for a very Absolutely, long time. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. A lot, you know, we all have. Um, I'll fight all day for it. I couldn't give a, couldn't care less what anyone else thinks of me. I've never, I, as you might be aware, I generally don't care less what people think about mm. me. So, we will, we will fight. But, We'll be fighting my, with all our might. We're on the beaches. <laughs> my worry is, my worry is, straight to rain style. My worry is, is that we make all this noise. It doesn't actually change our case, but it changes the future cases. <laughs> that's what worries well, that's me. Probably, uh, again, no, but no one will be surprised with that, are they? Mm. Uh, Ian says, I am new. I've liked and subscribed. Guys, Thank good you. luck with your channel. Ian is a Darlington fan. Ian, 
Thanks. I went to find Darlington Stadium. <laughs> I thought you went. I went to find Darlington. No, I went to find Darlington there. Stadium last August when I was uh, we went up to Yorkshire. We went to what? Well, went up and went to all of the stadiums. I ended up at the Rugby Stadium where I believe you used to play. That's foolish. Um, well, it was you sat now. It's like where is it now? Know what I mean? But I've seen all the so others. You're blaming technology. I'm blaming technology. I'm blaming Ian for not getting in touch with me first last summer mm. and telling me where it was. But, you know, it, it, that's just the way it is. Uh, Paul G says this pity party is crazy. I, I don't know what he means mm. by that, but there and you I, go. It's crazy that you just use a G as your second name. Mm. Uh, but that's up to you. Yeah, he said that all. You know, Ian says... Uh, the last person who just had a G was Dario. Look what happened to him. There you go. <laughs> um, guys, I'm a Darlington fan, Ken. I mean, we were made bankrupt in 2011, reformed in 2012, demoted four leagues, but we're currently part time fan owned National League North Club. We have three promotions to date. Yes, that was that mad owner, wasn't it? Who bought the built a 25,000 seat <laughs> stadium and then. But Darlington fans are like, I'm not convinced we need the yeah, 25,000. Yeah. And then he, he was just a bit mad. It was a crazy, that was a crazy story, that mm. one. But good luck, Ian. Hopefully, get back into the league. Um, definitely. Uh, make sure you subscribe to More Than a Game as well, Ian. Thank you very much, you top man. Top man. Um, I mean, Jeff saying we don't deserve any points deduction. I agree. Okay. I agree. Okay. I agree. Yeah. Ian also says I can remember Jordan Pickford making his first oh, league nice. debut for Darlington actually back in the days when he was on loan from Sunderland. Yeah. Um, Paul Greeny says uh, as a fan I'm struggling to get to grips with the amount of punishment. It's bad. And I am. We fight our way out of those points deduction take care. Boys. Marty says uh, has Ped lost weight? Plus if it's yes is it through his running or is Everton stress? It's not Everton stress. Just running. Just running. Just mm. a just a machine. Yeah. I mean, I don't know whether you're a machine, but machine. there you go. Dun, 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 Physical dun, dun. running, isn't it? Physical running. That's what as it opposed is. Opposed to Well, Ned sitting there going, I go Rennie. Well Ned would say he runs. He plays running football, but we all know it's working football. No, it's definitely working football. <laughs> know what I mean? Um but there you go. There you go. Like I wanna put that back in the chat. There it is, Ian. Never mind. There's the, the link to the, the channel that you need to subscribe now. Right, a half two. We will be on more than a game. So you've got 10 minutes to get yourselves a cuppa. The link? There isn't a link. There isn't a link today. So <laughs> there's the link there. I just literally put it. I'll do it again right now. Literally just click on that at half two and join us and have you say. We'll, we'll discuss this a little bit more, but a few other things that have gone around mm. as well. So take it easy and we'll see you soon. Foon, foon. We'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. What the fuck has gone on here, oh, pal? Yeah. By the way, talking too long. I have. See you in a bit. Bye.